Hello and welcome to Activate Your Intuition. I'm your host, Gabrielle, a spirit channel, psychic, Akashic record reader, and psychic development coach. And I'm here to help you activate this thing they call intuition. A thing that isn't something that you're learning or becoming, it's something that you're remembering that you are. Each of us are deeply intuitive at our core. We are deeply connected to the cosmic realm all around us. And our intuition lets us access that wider range of knowledge that we might not see every day. And that's why I created this podcast for you. A place where I chat about my own messages and downloads, a place where I talk to like-minded souls about their own journey, about finding their intuition, their psychic abilities, stepping into mediumship, stepping into becoming a healer. So if you're ready to come into this world with me, I am so grateful to have you here. So let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm so grateful to have you here, as always. Hi, guys. So, the last few episodes have been really jam-packed with so much wisdom and knowledge and talking about all the things that's coming up, and today is going to just chill. It is Friday at 7pm and this is the first second I've had all week. (laughs) Actually, scratch that. The last three weeks have been so beautifully hectic, so full of growth, so astronomical that I really have just not been able to fill you guys in because there is just so much happening. So that's what this week's episode's all about. Also, I'm answering quite a few questions that I got on Instagram in a much larger detail. So about like channeling and trans channeling and what's the difference and why do we even want to work with our guides? So let's dive in. So I've my Instagram has completely blown up in the last five weeks and I have been getting so many questions about what I've been manifesting or what I've been working on and just so many people have been jumping on my gram and being like, your energy is different. And I've been like, yeah, slightly. And we have to think about it. We're all going through a time, right? And as I say this, I say this collectively and we all know if you've listened to the podcast for a while or if you're watching this live watching me roll my eyes I hate talking about collective energy like it's something I dislike and it's always been a shadow aspect of mine and lately if you do follow me on Instagram you will have seen that that I have lately been talking so much about the Schumann resonance we had the biggest spike pretty much in 12 months in the last two weeks We are in eclipse season. We just entered retrograde. I had two parcels delivered today that were wrong, but they got fixed. So thank you, retrograde. So don't forget to 
double check your emails and your dates and show up to appointments on time. This week I completely scheduled an appointment that was wrong, but it always works out. And it always works out has been one of the biggest sayings in my life in the last three weeks. I am constantly hearing it from people and it has been so grounding. So I just want to remind you that this Mercury retrograde, that everything's going to work out, even if it doesn't feel like it. But collectively, right, we are going through a period in this Mercury retrograde where we're reflecting on everything that's happened from the 18th of Jan all the way to now. And we're making sure we're in alignment. So knowing this and being the astrological gal I am, I have spent the last four weeks beating retrograde and making sure everything's in alignment. (laughs) So I have been in this deep dive. I even restarted my own program for you. For those who don't know, I run a container called Shadow Release and I decided that four weeks ago I was going to restart it and actually listen to it um, and do the course from start to finish just like the gals who have done it were in it and I did it and I've done pretty much the whole program in four weeks. It's a six week course. The next intake actually is going to go for nine weeks. So I've been, been writing that in the meantime, but I have just been busting shadows pretty much for the last four weeks, making sure that everything's in alignment. And there were some severely things that were severely, there was so many things that were out of alignment and there still are. And guess what? There still will be. But I learned some cool things and I'm going to share them with you. So when we, when I always talk about shadow work, let's just be real. Like I have a partner, but I'm actually in a relationship with shadow work because this shit works. And after going to years of therapy and after years of diagnosis of CPTSD and anxiety and depression and whatever else they wanted to label me as I couldn't find something that was helping me push me along right and it wasn't until I had someone start reflecting things back and showing me who I was in a kind way instead of just trying to figure it out and that's what therapy is if you guys don't know that's that's the core difference therapy is like you actually sit in a room with someone who prompts you to figure it out where when you work with a shadow work coach, not all of them, I, I can't vouch for all of them. I'm, I'm not everyone. But, <laughs> but they're reflecting back to you parts of you you can't see because your ego's there. And this week I have been, well, the last four weeks, I've been deeply working on four aspects of my life. Number one, you all know that I run a second company <laughs> and it has felt severely out of alignment and I couldn't figure out about what was wrong and what was happening and why I didn't feel I guess over the moon about it because we all know that I'm over the moon about I am Gab Spentley like I am myself like I'm over the moon about her she's a vibe I love doing Akashic readings like it sets my soul on fire psychic school Mwah. Like teaching shadow work, like 
wish you guys could see my expression for those who are watching this pod who aren't watching this podcast but just love it like I love everything about my business like there's nothing more than I like than jumping on live and doing mini readings and this week I had like seven readings it was like a wild week but I've been doing some deep reflection and shadow work around the money aspect of that business but also the passion aspect of that business because I your girl gaps really I'm like a passion whore like there is nothing that I love more than being in passion with something we all know I was a pretty much starving artist at uni and I would like sell my artwork and I would work all these jobs just so I could buy really expensive paint to paint because you all know I'm that kind of gal. I'm like hopefully romantic, hopefully, hopelessly romantic. That's it. There we go. I am like a hopeless romantic and everything about my life, if we, if I tell the story actually sounds like a love romance. Not with a guy, but with myself. And it's not the case, but it will sound that way because that's who I am. And I realized this week that your sacred ritual wasn't that for me. And guess what? I figured out why. And it's not because I don't love the product. I literally drink cacao all the time. My sweet, sweet mother, she just texted me whilst doing this podcast, but she was here for the last 48 hours helping me pack all of these bags because as you guys know i'm going to this huge festival with your sacred ritual next month it's so big we have to take like 800 bags it's wild like we're just like every day like packing a little bit of cacao like trying to get it all ready and it's <laughs> it is stressful don't get me wrong um it's also teaching me a lot it's been a great lesson I have learned so much. I think so many people, we're still going back to the story, guys, don't worry. So many people underrate the value of having good stress in our life. People underrate the value of having good stress in our lives. Now, what do I mean by that? Most people have bad stress. The stress that is like, oh, how do I pay the bills? How do I get this done? da 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 and then we have the stress that stretches us outside of our comfort zone. And that's what I'm experiencing. And that's the good kind of stress we always want to have. Today I had a reading and I literally was explaining to this most amazing woman. I was like, your fear is your ego. And like spiritually, if we look at the ego, the job of the ego is to make sure we don't grow in this human experience. The only job of the ego is to make sure we don't grow. So if we're not combating some level of fear on a constant basis, we're actually not growing. It's the easiest metric I've found in the spiritual realm. Right? So anyways... <laughs> I had found that I'd fallen out of love with your sacred ritual. Not out of love, just not in passion. And it had become a huge shadow. And 
I had realized that your sacred ritual was missing so many things and it is now in the process of a freaking huge re-evolution and I'm so excited. It's going to launch a new product really, really soon. Multi new products, which is super exciting. I am so excited and so passionate. And this brings me back to the point of having this podcast, right? I want you to actually do a life audit of your life and just ask yourself, like, where are you not in passion? Because, like, what is the point? If you were a celestial being at one point, right, and you were like, oh my goodness, I think it's a great idea. Let's incarnate on Earth and let's see what magic I can freaking get up to. Right? And now you're here and you're like stuck in the nine to five grind and you're like, why the fuck did a celestial being put me here? Think about it. What are you not doing? What are you not doing that is meant to, where you're meant to be? Like, life is actually that simple. And I think we are all so conditioned by the media, by TV, by newspapers, by our parents, by our friends. Like, fear is bad. Stress is bad. There is a good level of stress. And I can tell you, there is a really cool level of fear. And I'm sure not many people use the word cool and fear in the same sentence. But I can tell you living in my fucking world, it is cool when there's fear. Because I've just gone and decided that I deserve something that most people choose not to have because they're too scared to give it to themselves. And I have rinsed and repeat, rinsed and repeat, rinsed and repeat this same freaking analogy over and over and over again to build the life that I desire. Yes, completely. It's not perfect. There are some things that have fallen to the wayside lately that has really made me sad and angry at myself. But if I zoom out at an overall perspective, who I was three months ago to who I am today is a completely different person. And for that, I'm so grateful and so proud and so happy for all the dumb mistakes I made along the way. I make a lot of them because I do a lot of dumb things because if I don't live in the fear I'm not going to grow so short news is your sacred ritual will be changing so please hold out for that I am so freaking excited I really can't keep it in and that's why I'm working here at 7pm because so many big things are happening and do you know what how cool is it that I have a job that's like oh yeah like I just painted my nails, but now I'm going to go podcast and then I'm going to like go out <laughs> and like, it doesn't even feel like work. And this is the thing that I talk to so many people about is that when they are talking about, I want to learn to channel, I want to connect to my guides, or I want to do this, or I want to do that. They're like so close but they don't realize there's still resistance in your soul's purpose. So let me say that again. Just because you think something is your soul's purpose doesn't mean there isn't any resistance. Because so many people feel that it will be a fairy tale when they're in their soul's purpose. 
But I'm going to give you an example that I've seen hundreds of people go through their sole purpose of with me. So as a empathic psychic, as a medium, as an intuitive, as a psychic development teacher, I've helped so many people (laughs) get in contact with their guides. And so many of those people have quote unquote said to me, this is clearly my life purpose. But guess what? There was resistance. I am, I sometimes work with people who have been intuitives for years. And then I try and teach them to trance channel. So trance channeling. So there's so many levels to intuition, right? And I think it's something not a lot of people talk into, but like, You've got people who are like, the woo is cool. Put your hand up if that's you. And then you've got like the people who try and meditate and connect to their guides. And then you've got the people who are talking to their guides. And then you've got psychics. So psychics just read the energy of other people. That's it. Then you've got people who are mediums and Akashic record readers and channelers. And I kind of put them all on the same spectrum because if you do one, you can always do the other. But it doesn't mean one isn't easier than the other. And for me, I always have naturally fallen fallen in the spectrum of a channeler, right? And when people learn to channel, and I would never, ever, ever forget. When I first learned to trance channel my guides. And I was sitting there in this room in a church. It was dimly lit and we all had candles on and I was sitting there and we were learning mediumship. <clears throat> and I was sitting in the class and I'm just like reenacting this for my little dramatic self. If you haven't noticed, I'm a bit of a drama queen. But I like have my shoulders roll back and my palms facing up. But all my clients who've heard me say that a million times. So you can let spirit in. If you ever meditate or trying to connect with you guys, please try and have your palms facing up. It just allows the energy to flow better. Fun fact, Friday. So reenacting this. So I'm like sitting here trying to get some dead people <laughs> to step through in my mediumship class. And in pops my Palladian guide. <laughs> and I had I had a reader in front of me and I was meant to be doing a mediumship reading and I'll never forget my teacher walked over and was like, what are you doing? And I was like twiddling my thumbs being like, what you told me to? And I thought this guide that I had was this person's father that I was reading, but it was my guide. This guide is still my main guide to this day. His name is Micah. We hang out all the time. Love him. Anyways, I just, I got scolded for like learning to trance channel in a medium class. But honestly, it was so funny because when we learn, it depends who we learn off, but some people are really strict in how you learn. And I'm under the belief system that not everything works for every one person, but it's always different and it's got to be fluid and you've got to learn the way that works for you, Um, which is cool. So knowing that in that moment, as soon as I connected to Micah, who's like my best friend right now, still is, has been for years, I felt this deep layer of stress and panic because I felt like this envelopment of my body and I just freaked the fuck out. 
and I was getting scolded by my teacher and I was like freaking I was like shaking and then she left and the person in front of me was like are you okay and I was like oh no I'm really scared I think I'm gonna like ask this thing to leave and I think I'm gonna like maybe like you 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 can go <laughs> that was a lot of resistance for my life's purpose that is so much fear and we have and it took me I reckon six or seven months after that to go back to that practice to bring that person forward again because if it is our life purpose there is resistance why because the soul is outrunning the ego and the ego's only job is to make sure we don't grow so that's why we do shadow work so it has been a really big week, really trying to get your sacred ritual into alignment. And just so many things have been happening in my world, launching new products, getting new offerings. I've got psychic school starting on Tuesday and like psychic school is the first ever class I taught and I brought it back. Um, and I'm so excited. Like I've rewritten the whole thing start to finish, starting with shadow work, of course, because y'all know by now, y'all, my best friend says y'all, she's like American and now I say it and I just think it's so cool as an Aussie. So all those Americans listening, that was my interpretation of y'all. Um, it's not very good. Um, but I will try and mimic her for the rest of my life. And if you're listening to this, I love you. Um... <laughs> Like, what am I even saying? I got so distracted. We are, like, constantly outgrowing us. Like, we have to outgrow our ego in order to be in our full purpose. And this is why I do shadow work in connecting to your guides and your intuition because it's part of your soul's purpose. You either know that you're made to connect to your guides and you're trying and then you just try and figure it out for yourself for a while before you find someone who can help you because you can't always see the shadow and you can't always understand how to do something you don't know how to do. I always say this to people. It's like the equivalent of trying to learn how to ride a bike by yourself from reading some instructions as a child. It's the same level of difficulty. I would say near impossible. I was horrible at riding a bike as a kid. Now I'm excellent and I still ride a bike weekly. But that is the thing. When we are facing ourselves, it's really hard to see us because the ego is wrapped around us. If you imagine there is like a box, our true self sits in the middle and our ego is around us. So... And this is what shadow work's all about. And this week I faced so many hard truths about myself. Because when you're ready and you're aware and you're ready to do the deeper layer of psyche work, you can see who you are. It doesn't mean you automatically love who you are. But it means you get to work on yourself. And this week has been huge with the eclipse <laughs> and I'm sure it has been for you too like we are going through this collectively like even this week like I was working on the collective concept of shadows and I was like whoa like I have to integrate that as a world we're going through the same shit and it's sometimes yes people are projecting their feelings out into the world but that's okay and if they are projecting they're doing it for their best self 
So we can't judge everyone. But other than that, so much has been happening. Lately, I have been on a deep quest and understanding of how to hold it all. And it's been a really fun journey because recently I've gotten so many more things than I ever thought I would get in my life. I never ever thought that I would have a business, let alone have the jobs that I have now and the second business that I have that is slowly falling into alignment and teaching me so much. But when we have all of these baskets around us, right? Let's just, because it was Easter, say they're Easter baskets. And we're trying to carry all of these Easter baskets with eggs in them. Sometimes it feels a lot. And for some of you, some things might be like exercising and your spiritual practice and running a business or going to work and trying to see your family. Lately, my baskets have been really full. Right? Especially with the new launch and going to this huge festival in Sydney, Australia. And I just have like an influx of clients. <laughs> Honestly, I've manifested myself some of the most sick, amazing clients. Like they're just sick ass. Honestly, like there's no cooler word. Like my eight year old self is just saying that. Like they are incredible. And they're teaching me so much every day. But my baskets lately have been feeling really full and I've been learning to juggle and hold it all. And also remembering that as a woman, I have a cycle and I have to honor that. And that means that some days all the baskets don't get filled. And guess what? My Virgo self hated that. Completely. Utterly. For so long. She fought it. She was like... We can do it all. And lately, for those of you who've listened for a while, you would know I'm in my Saturn return. And my Saturn in Pisces falls in my first house. And it has been a lesson, to say the least. I don't have the words to sum it up. I'm sure at the end of my Saturn return, I will have a beautiful dictionary and I will sum up my Saturn return for you. But whilst I'm in it, it's a bit hard to explain. But for those in their sat return, sending you so much love. If you need a fellow sat return friend, you've got one. Message me. Let's go. Tell me what house it's in. <sighs> Let's buckle in for the ride. But I've really just been learning to be easy on myself. I am so good at reminding my clients that it's impossible to do the impossible. And lately, I've been extending that to myself. We can't do more than what we have time for in the day. There is a point where we reach max performance, but that doesn't mean we can do it all. And actively learning to do the shadow work around perfectionism and actively how much we can handle has honestly shifted my life into this deeper place of peace and for that I think I'll ever be grateful but I just wanted to leave this week's episode here because it's really important that we remember that we're just humans 
celestial beings inside of a human suit experimenting with life, playing until we find the right mixture. So I want to remind you, are you playing enough to find the mixture that's going to make you happy? Or are you just being with what you're served? Because you're the creator of this battle, this mess, this divine cosmic desire. And I really freaking hope you find what makes you happy. Because you deserve it. You freaking didn't come here just to live and pay the bills. You came here to love and feel it all. And I think spiritually on so many levels, the reason I just kind of had a casual episode today and talked so much about my life and what it's like doing shadow work. Like I spent a fuck ton of time doing shadow work and not in a bad way, like in the most delicious, yummy way there is. Like there is nothing your girl here likes more than sitting down with ceremonial cacao and journaling. And just seeing life, seeing the ego, being existential, asking big questions, talking about philosophy, like that's just who I am. But it really shifts your life. It gives you grace. It gives you deeper understanding. And I really want you to know that there's more to life than possibly what you're living. And I don't mean a holiday. I mean actual deep awareness. So I hope you find what you're looking for. And if you're just looking to connect with your guides, I want you to remember that that's completely possible. Anything you desire is completely possible when your vibration matches what you're looking for. So I hope you find it. So I hope you enjoyed this week's weird and wonderful podcast about staying inspired, staying in love with life, and a few psychic facts along the way. But until next week, stay intuitive, and until then, love gaps.